Yeah, Do you think Frieza would be thrown off by the gourd? He'd probably yeah, be like, that's a fucking gourd. Did you, I know did you see is. his interactions with Goku? Yeah, he'd probably get thrown off by the gourd for well, just long enough But no, I, Goku is much more confusing than a gourd. I would stand by this. I, I would actually agree with Chase on that point. Mm. If someone was like, here's a gourd, it has magical properties. Like, that's a little bit strange, but I understand where this comes from. There are many gourds <laughs> that have magical properties. But if Goku Game comes out and lifts a fucking tree up, I'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Someone Speak fucking yeah. hell. And he goes Speaking like, of I'm here to get tough. Speaking of lifting trees, Zach, lead us in. God, I only have like ten lines of notes on the last episode. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 30 of the World's Strongest Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and these are my co-hosts, Chase. Hello. And Thomas. Gord Go. And no, this no, episode. doing it again. Hello, everyone, and no, welcome. No, 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 we are not doing it again. Hello, welcome to the 30th episode. Today we are covering Hello. episode 81. Hello, I'm Chase. Oh, no, no, Chase, stop. Stop reintroducing yourselves. And I'm Javert. He, oh god, man! You think we can get Javier on this podcast? Do you think we have the pull for that? Probably not. I don't mean Russell Brand. I do. Or Russell Crowe. Not Russell <laughs> no. Brand. I mean Russell Brand. I mean we. I don't know Russell Brand. I don't think we have like the fame to get his email, but he has the chaotic energy to just agree to do it for no reason. Yeah, we can find like we can if get, like, the three email hot got pockets together. Yeah, I think honestly, if we just emailed Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood has like the just chaos energy that he'd just do it. If you email um, him, he will come. Yeah. The problem the the real barrier would just be getting his email, but if he like saw it and he's like, I don't have anything else to do, he'd watch three episodes of Dragon Ball and jump in. <laughs> Though if we ever did that, he has to play one of us, and the other two have to not acknowledge that it's Elijah Wood at all. And then just in the description, it's like the part of Chase is played by Elijah Wood this week. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be the only way I'd do it. I think it's fair. Yeah, instead of having four hosts, it's just Elijah Wood playing one of us. And eventually we just, like, replace every one of the hosts and keep the old ones. It's just a rotating cast of celebrity hosts, all pretending to be somebody else. Almost like <laughs> acting. Honestly, that would be fucking hilarious if there's just one episode of this podcast where it's three celebrity hosts. None of us are involved, but the three of them are playing the roles of us. <laughs> Well, gotta get big. We yeah, gotta first get, we gotta, we gotta yeah, get three gotta get significant others who actually like us and spend time with us, and then we have to somehow bait them into doing the podcast as us because they're the people who know us well enough, or people, someone who wa- listens to our show religiously. That's the only thing we have. Work. We have two out of three people here who have relationships, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, but they the wouldn't closest. do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, they they definitely would not. All right, anyway, so episode- back to the secret of the magic cord. Yeah, <laughs> with episode 81, Goku goes to Demon Land, which I guess this isn't really a spoiler for the episode. It's just outlining exactly what's going to happen. Frankly, they're cowards, for not, they're cowards for not calling it Goku Goes to Hell. I, You know, I would give it like an 80% chance that that's what it is in Japanese. Or, excuse me, Goku Goes to Hiffle. <laughs> that's a... Uh, I think if we watch the dub on Funimation for Z, it's going to be hell. 
Because I think the dub they have on Funimation's website is the remaster dub of Z, which <laughs> yeah. also means that Vegeta's voice will sound like the Vegeta voice that we actually like. Instead uh, of the better one that we yeah, all instead love. of the other Sabat one that's like, <laughs> oh, it is I, Vegeta. <laughs> Much more villainy, Vegeta. Yeah, which like works in his first arc but then when his voice just stays that way as he's a good guy it gets really weird <laughs> it's real weird you say real that quick. but he doesn't become a good guy until like the end of arc three until he kills himself <laughs> yeah so yeah more like, well he becomes a good guy and then he gets frustrated and then he becomes a bad guy again and then he becomes a good guy and blows himself up but that's yeah. spoilers. That's way down the line. Episode 81 the Spoilers opens. for fucking Dragon Ball. For Z. Dragon Ball Z, specifically. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know but, what the fuck is happening in Dragon No one could have predicted what happened these three episodes in Dragon Ball. But this episode opens with, like, a Victorian England, like, castle mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as one does. Uh, yeah, with the narrator warning us of how this land can shift into a nightmare at an instant. I was we see the night breeze open a window into the young girl's room, rustling the large curtains covering her bed, waking like her. This. It's the opening of every vampire movie ever. I was really hoping we were going to get Hugh Jackman vampire again. Ah, uh, me too. I, th- I thought they were going to pull like a, like a Garlic Jr. arc from Z thing where they just make a movie villain canon. Kind of, but not really. It would have been funny. But anyway... As she walks away from her bed, she hears a, like, squelching noise. Like, it was real gross, honestly. <laughs> it was not the sound yeah. effect I was expecting. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> it's, it's it's supposed to be, like, wet footprints because it's, like, raining outside and you can see the outline of the footprints. But it just oh, sounds like some... I thought it was like bloody some... footprints. Yeah. I, couldn't I, thought, tell if it was... I thought it was the invisible man again. Either way, it's, like, this squelching noise that sounds like... Like, when you're making meatloaf and you're just, like, jamming everything together in the fucking, like, ground beef. Like, that sort of, like, wet, like... Yeah! It's just... Uh, it's, it was not a great sound effect choice. It was uh, a perfect sound effect choice. Yeah. <laughs> but the girl is now, like, like back against, like, the big mirror wall, like, trying to avoid the invisible guy who just, like, picks up a random cup and is just, like, checking it out. So it's just floating in the air because that's cheap to animate. Um, well, she, well, she drops. She yeah, hit she it knocks it off. Drops and he puts it, it back up because yeah. he's a cool guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought the sound Ooh. effect just didn't go off. Not that he grabbed it. <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is gonna be rough budget," which oh, it yeah. is. <laughs> which it is. <laughs> but then the little girl like turns around to look at the mirror behind her, and like all of a sudden, her reflection like doesn't turn around with her. And then it just kind of slowly turns around and it's got like glowing eyes and it just like grabs her by the neck and it just cuts to a wide shot of the castle and her going like, ah, and then that's, that's when we go to the theme song. Dun, 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 dun. That's that's her cacawing. Or not the theme song, the title (laughs) card. The caca of terror. The caca of fear. And that's when we cut to Goku in a nice sunny meadow having a great time pulling a fucking huge log on his back, like a whole tree. He's, He's like not a- expecting to go to Demon Realm today, <laughs> but this day has a different thing for him. Yeah. Also, he's doing this in a handstand. Like, he's got the tree tied to a rope that's tied around his waist, and he's just dragging it while doing a hand, like, walking on his hands, like the last episode. 
where he fell off a cliff doing that. But, you know, Goku doesn't learn anything. No. Yeah. And an old lady... These episodes have no continuity either, so... (laughs) No. A random old lady just stops Goku and is like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Goku's like, I'm training. She's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Like, that's like, she seems really surprised at first. And then as soon as Goku's like, I'm training, she's like, Oh, that makes sense. That's a Oh, yeah. uh, That's a reasonable enough argument. There are rogue martial artists wandering all over the place. (laughs) You know, in the world of Dragon Ball, maybe. Uh, Actually, yes. I mean, as we find out next episode. Uh, But then she's like, hey, you should go somewhere else, though, because there's a big-ass castle and there's a fuck-ton of demons over there. Also, the princess got kidnapped. And there's the door to the demon realm, and there's what was it called? The door of the dead or something like that? Uh, the portal of the dead. Portal yeah, of portal the dead, dead, where the demons are coming through, and this lady is just quite the exposition fairy. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's she's definitely laying on a little thick. I described this whole opening bit as feeling like the structure of an episode of CSI. Like, you <laughs> see the crime, and then now Goku is coming along to investigate it. <laughs> yeah. In a very broad strokes way, I was like, oh, when is Goku going to say a one-liner and put his sunglasses on? And he doesn't do that. Never does that. Yeah. So Goku, still on his hands, gets to the gate of the town, dragging the fucking tree behind him. And there's like a townsperson just like using a a monocular, like a binocular, but there's only one. Telescope? (laughs) Telescope. That's what I meant. Monocular. Uh, I'm sorry. You're not (laughs) incorrect, but I will mock you. Yes. But, uh, so he's just watching it. He's like, holy fucking shit, there's an upside down demon coming at us and he's dragging a tree, which is, (laughs) I guess they've been having a hell of a time. So that's not like an unreasonable assumption. Yeah. But, um, then his wife's like, let me see, and grabs the telescope. But by the time she looks, Goku is right side up. And is, like, not dragging the tree anymore. She's just like, that's just a fucking kid. <laughs> and then she One of the most it. powerful children you'll ever see. Yeah. <laughs> she hands the telescope back to her husband, who looks, and then sees Goku just fucking pick up the whole tree and just yeet it back where he came from. And he's like, what kid is that strong? <laughs> and I, I almost wanted this bit to just keep going for another like a minute of just like she grabs the 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 yeah I almost said monocular again. She grabs the telescope. I will also accept spyglass. Yeah, Goku's doing something normal. He grabs the telescope, looks through it. Goku's doing something fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny to me just for a second. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, but now it cuts to the rest of the villagers who are all just, like, cowering in their homes. Except, and I must point out, this one old man who's just got, like, both his fists on, like, a table just sort of looking forward. Like, he's just trying to figure out what to do next. Like, he doesn't really seem afraid, just kind of angry. Uh, but he Goku's walking through the town calling out to everyone. Nobody comes out to greet him. But then he hits, like, a tripwire and a fuck ton of spears just yeah, shoot like out from every 20 direction. spears and arrows just like shoot at him. This is this trap took a long time to set up. I mean, they don't do they say exactly how long the demons have just been fucking with their town? A while. Yeah, yeah they they say that it's been it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while. But 
Yeah, so the spears come at Goku. Goku pulls out the power pole and deflects them all away, which is why I have to come back to this old guy at the table. Because Goku deflects one of the spears through his window, and it goes just right over his shoulder into the table that he's sitting at. And the guy doesn't even fucking flinch. Yeah, you, like, think, there is... <laughs> yeah, you think he's going to be like our Van Helsing vampire hunter character. He is not. Yeah, but it's he, weird how just how badass on him, like unfazed he is at all this stuff. Right? He doesn't become like really important at all, except like he's the mouthpiece of the village for Goku for like mm-hmm. the next scene. But like, aside from that, this guy is like really unimportant. But this tiny little fucking like visual detail is like this guy's hardcore as fuck. He's old and he doesn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> he's here to fucking kill someone like Goku. Oh yeah. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, Goku's like, hey, that's not nice. <laughs> so he's standing in the middle of the village. He's like, y'all better come out here. And he like lifts a fucking yeah. boulder over he's- his head. Like the, it's like that Superman comic, like the first one. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if you- Goku's not fucking around mm-hmm. anymore. Guys, what yeah. are you doing? I'm just trying to help. He says, lifting up a giant boulder, prepared to kill them all if they don't let I him I have a him. gun. Mm-hmm. But then the like old guy from the from the table, uh, he runs out and he's like, "Hey, please don't do this." <laughs> Smash cut to Goku like in the main hall of the castle, just fucking going to town on a big ass meal in front of their king and queen, who are just kind of watching him eat. Mm-hmm. Which I guess they just decided they wanted to give this kid food. Uh, the king is doubtful Goku can stop the demons and save his daughter, because that's how all of these episodes start. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the old man's like, dude, this kid's, like, fucking strong. Uh, he, he can deck those demons in the schnoz. I believe in him. The king's like, he definitely can't be Chula, though. The king of the war of your demons, or whatever. I don't really remember his exact <laughs> title. Who uh, cares? Goku, I care. Yeah, he just like throws out that name, and I'm like, okay, yeah. So that's the guy Goku's just gonna manhandle in the third act of this episode. Uh, The old man vouches for Goku as Goku claims he will take on anyone. The king's like, hey, what's your name? And Goku tells him. The king's like, hey, you're probably not gonna be able to come back through the portal after you come in because you're gonna get caught by demons. To which Goku's like. What if I just don't get caught by demons? Forehead. <laughs> yeah. King's like, pretty sure you are. And I think you're just fucking with us. So throw him out. <laughs> <laughs> Goku then just beats the shit out of this king's knights who come to throw him out. Did he decapitate one of the guards? It kind of looked like Because it. he, like, kicked the shit out of one of the guards and, like, spin kicks one of their helmets off. And it does a long, like, tracking shot on the helmet as it, like, rolls to a stop at the king's feet. And we don't see the heads of any of the guards later. I think the implication is that he didn't, but our headcanon is that he did. (laughs) The king, seeing him just fucking beat the shit out of all of his men, does a total 180. And is like, oh shit, I didn't realize you were like that strong. You got this? (laughs) Who taught you this? To which Goku's like, Master Roshi. King's like, oh shit, that guy's a legend amongst martial artists. Right, wife? <laughs> the king nods. The queen and just the nods. queen nods, for she does not have a line outside of, hmm, later. Yeah, which 
is the queen like a legendary martial artist? Is this the, the implication? Yes, I think she that was knows. the implication, yes. The king is still like, Shula's real fucking strong, though. Goku's like, I got it. So he's like, all right, that's all I needed. <laughs> well, now I believe him. Come, yeah. retire but, for the night. You'll need your strength. Until they hear, you know, a bunch of murmuring from outside. Like, because like, like, like that. I think at that moment, so the king lets Goku know, like, oh shit, right. Shula jammed that portal open with his sword. Now the demons just sort of show up for fun. And sure enough, it cuts to the village and the demons have just sort of showed up. And they're just fucking with their harvest and burning shit. Uh, they don't the town. Be... Yeah, they don't really cool. seem to be killing anyone. Uh, Goku wants to hop down there right now and start, like, taking them out. But the king's like, we have to wait for the right time because everything has a right time. God, but never really fucking monarch. Yeah, but he also never really explains what the right time is or what that really means. Oh, um, the know. right time. The right time would be when the demons were attacking his castle. He doesn't care about yeah, the peasantry. As soon as they start getting into my stuff, then we can go kick them. <laughs> uh, but Goku agrees. Uh, so it just cuts to Goku and the king hanging out outside of the portal, which Goku calls the pothole of the dead. <laughs> because, of course, the king is then like, you see that sword? And there's just, I was expecting, like, a giant, like, un unnaturally huge sword, like, just, like, holding open a magic portal. But the portal's just, like, a door. Mm -hmm. Like, a he really big, <laughs> ornate door. And the sword... Is just jammed into the ground like one of those little plastic wedge things that you put like yeah, in a door. It's, it's at a normal a sized door, and it's being it's or it's a normal sized sword on a giant door. It's just being used as like a doorstop. I love it. <laughs> it's very funny visually. <laughs> <laughs> the king's like the sword cannot be moved until Shula is defeated. Goku, who I'm pretty sure was not listening walks up and tries to just yank out the sword immediately, and it won't budge. To which the king is like, the sword cannot move until Shula is defeat. I just said. Oh my god, my last hope is a moron. Yeah, to which Goku's like, alright, I'll go beat him up. Wee! <laughs> Back in five. Inside. Yeah. Time to the, kill someone. <laughs> I will say the stark tonal difference between like classic swords and sorcery fucking fantasy ass king and Goku just not taking any of this seriously is a little funny. I just don't know why they don't all just leave. Yeah. Seems, Hard to, be, cut seems to, to be a local problem. It really does. But now we cut to Kame House where Blonde Launch is drinking a drink and making Roshi cook for her. Roshi like, walks out with a plate that just kind of looks like it has, like, seeds or crumbs on it. <laughs> I'm not really yeah, sure what... Yeah, I don't know. What he's... Yeah. But while he's holding it out in front of him is trying to, like, reach around and, like, tickle Blonde Launch's nose with, like, a branch. Uh, But Blonde Launch notices this, and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, uh, 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 it's bad for your sinuses out here, right? She's like, fuck off. So Roshi fucks off. Cut to Krillin and Yamcha. I'm glad we had this interlude. Yeah. 
cut to Krillin and Yamcha doing the milk delivery, like, training exercise that Krillin and Goku did with the turtle shells on their back. And also, like, Poir is there, but Poir doesn't have a turtle shell. Poir is just (laughs) here for emotional support. Yeah. So is there not, like, a phase two to Roshi's training? Because Krillin already did all this. Is it just infinite? Is it just milk runs all the way down? So yeah, it runs all the way down, buddy. Until you get Goku strong, you just do a fuck ton of milk runs. <laughs> you deliver this milk for 30 years, and then fuck off. Yeah. Cut back to Goku in Demon Land, as the title promised, walking through a hall lined with stone pillars when, like, a kunai on a rope <laughs> flies at him. Goku <laughs> deflects it, and the rope goes back to the red-haired demon woman wielding it, which... All I thought was, like, this woman looks like she came out of, like, an early Final Fantasy game. Up to and including a really impractical weapon. (laughs) Uh, Also, there's, like, a really big demon who just walks out next to her who looks a lot more Toriyama-inspired. Yeah, right? Yeah, he's just got, like, a Viking helmet on and is just, like, a large guy. It's like they got a guest artist for a couple of the characters. It's a large man. One of the yeah. more powerful types of enemies. <laughs> He's got like a a big like wooden stick with just like metal rounded ends on each end. Careful, the large big man is immune to knockdowns. Yeah, Goku is told by the large guy that he needs a special pass from the ruler of the underworld to get through them. But Goku's like, I haven't met that guy, so like, what if I didn't? <laughs> the big guy tries to slap Goku with his stick, but Goku just throws it off of him and launches the big guy back. The big guy, who we now learn is named Gola, starts coming back at Goku with the sword that he had, but the woman stops him. Also, at some point in the ten seconds while this was happening, uh, the woman, who's named Melee, so- uh, is just hanging from the ceiling now like a bat. You know, as one does. Like- there was never an animation that showed her jump up to the ceiling. It just did like show her leaving. Yeah, but then there just was all no of jump. Sudden... She just kind of ex- she exits stage left, and then next we see her, she's just on the ceiling. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I thought she jumped like so. They he they so the initial like stabbing with the guy with the spear. She jumps up at that point, I believe. Is like what I saw maybe when I was watching it. I don't remember this, but I'll take your word for it. Uh, Gula and Melee or Melee tries to like intimidate Goku but Goku is really not taking the hint like it's not like he's like not intimidated and brave he's just not registering that these are threats yeah he's <laughs> he leg- legitimately just not scared yeah she's also surprised when Goku is like oh I'm here to beat up Shula by the way uh, to which Gula is like you're you're fucked also they suddenly get a lot more buddy buddy with goku as soon as he reveals that he's there to beat up their boss though like tbh who wouldn't be they are in demon land it's kind of expected i thought true cut to chula's throne room which has like a convenient oh sorry gula and melee let goku know that shula is gonna marry the princess tonight so he's pretty busy Goku's like, well, I gotta, I gotta take him down now. Then, <laughs> so Melee agrees to take Goku to him, and then she gives like an evil chuckle, which implies that she has like a much larger plan here, and 
Uh, it doesn't really yeah, go right? much of anywhere. I thought this was going to go somewhere. It's like, ooh, I'm going to take over hell. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. And if you're like me, like, this sounds like this is all going a little fast and sounds kind of shoddy. You're yes. right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, a lot happens very quickly in these episodes, and yet also nothing happens. It's like they wanted to make this a two-parter, but we're like, fuck, they, we, don't, we don't have enough time to do that or the budget, and they just like condensed it down to one really quickly, but kept all the plot they wanted to do. It's kind of impressive. Yeah, for honestly. real. Honestly, if you just cut the melee subplot, this would probably flow a little better. It would. A lot better. Yeah. Uh, eh. So cut to Shula's throne room now, which has a convenient fighting ring right in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, in my notes, I even have, oh, cool, it comes with a fighting ring already. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-installed. <laughs> and Shula's just sitting on his throne uh, with the princess next to him, which, like, I don't really know how to describe Shula's design. He's just, like, a long-haired dude with horns and a... He's like an elf with a fucking trident points on his head. Elf yeah, vampire esque kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a you demon announcer asks, like, who's gonna step up in the ring? And fucking Goku, who we did not see enter this scene, just jumps into the <laughs> ring and he's like, I got it. I'm here the now. Announcer- My favorite part of the whole melee storyline is the announcer and Shula both just seeing Goku step in and be like, ah, oh, this is melee's thing, isn't this? <laughs> just immediately <laughs> yep. they're like, Ah, uh, she fucking put him up to this. Melee did this. Which made me think, like, yep. He still looks yeah. like a pipsqueak. Yep. Kick his ass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, Goku tells Send the, the jobber in not to step up unless they're tough. So a big-ass warty frog demon guy thing steps in to fight, and Goku takes him down with one hit. And of course, everyone is amazed. Because, again, this is how all these episodes go. Uh, Gula and Melee are watching. Melee seems pretty happy with herself. I thought Goku was gonna fight at least one more opponent just because of rule of threes. But mm-hmm. no, right after that, Goku's like, Hey, Shula, you're up. And get Shula down here, like, you big fucking nerd. It is extremely <laughs> get down here, you big fucking nerd. Yeah. Shula says, You must be brave or stupid. To which Goku says, I'm neither of those guys. I'm Goku. Goku is both of those guys. <laughs> Confirm, <laughs> confirming he is both uh, at the same time. That, was, that, that joke got me good. It was good. Same. That joke was legitimately good. <laughs> Sadly, Shula. unlike these episodes. <laughs> Shula's like, alright, I'm just gonna I'm gonna fight you now. <laughs> Steps down into the ring, which is when or starts walking towards the ring, and that's when Goku finally is like, oh, you're Shula! When <laughs> he's stepping up. Uh, so then he points to the girl next to him. He's like, so you're the princess, right? You're Princess Misa? Getting Which, all his ducks in a row right now. Yeah. <laughs> Here he comes. Brain firing <laughs> on all one cylinder. almost see yeah. the smoke coming out of his ears as the ears yeah, start turning. Mm-hmm. Misa nods. And Goku's like, all right, I'm here to save you. Thomas, I just stopped you. Just, I'm sorry. You said Misa nods, and now you just sound like Jar Jar Binks now. I got confused completely. <laughs> no, 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 no. We do not <laughs> talk about Jar Jar Binks here. Dude, Jar Jar Binks slaps. You're all just cowards. And Jar Jar is the key to all of this. <laughs> Shula then, like, instead of walking down the stairs, to oh, his throne is on, like, a giant set of stairs, by the way, but I felt like that Naturally. was implied. Um, 
Shula, instead of walking down the stairs, like, jumps and does, like, 800 spins in the air, at least. And then, like, hits the ring with his first foot and just uses that momentum to launch himself across the ring to kick Goku in the face. It's so extra, and I love it. It is honestly a great entrance. (laughs) Uh, Goku hits the back wall hard, but he just complains that he wasn't ready before jumping back in to fight, which... I guess the ring is just there to facilitate the fight. There's no ring outs because Goku's definitely rung out. Shut up. Shula dodges Goku's attacks before slamming him with like a big counter and hitting Goku with a point blank energy attack. Uh, Shula then hits Goku with a sonic blast thing from his arm. And he just like holds his fist at him and then like rings of it hit. And then he just keeps upping the power on it by just getting buffer in that arm until Goku just gets blasted like a foot down into the stage. (laughs) Now you're all like, you're all like, Chase, that sounds kind of dumb. And my answer was, I was watching, I was like, this is sick as hell. (laughs) It's my exact reality. (laughs) This is cool. Like, hit my brain in all the right ways. It looks <laughs> terrible. It, to get, it's not like, we're not going to talk about it right now. We haven't talked about it all. Image for this episode is like truly garbage to you. We were like in like peak, this is just doesn't look good. Nothing about this looks good. Why would you... Mm-hmm. Wh- what has happened here? Um, But this... Now this is some good stuff. This I like. This. It's, it's this definitely I a like. fight that if the animation was more like up to stuff, like I don't know, like, on on par with the last arc that we had, quality animation, this would probably have been a pretty cool fight. Yeah. And it's still a pretty decent fight. Mm-hmm. It's just the animation kind of takes from it. See, I wouldn't, even oh, call yeah. it, I wouldn't even call it a decent fight. It's a cool entrance followed by really nothing afterwards. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this cool move in, like, two seconds of this fight that happened here, pretty sick. This actual fight, the definition of not sick. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, it is extremely healthy. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. late. I'm very unhappy. But yeah, Goku gets up, because of course he does, digs himself out of the hole, and Shula, like, jumps into the air and gets ready to do the same thing again, Uh, but Goku throws out a Kamehameha, because we're at that point in this episode where he needs to throw out a Kamehameha, Uh, but he doesn't hit Shula with it, he, like, goes right over Shula's head with the attack, and as we learn later... Because Shula lives in such a dark place, the light temporarily blinds him, and then Goku just jumps into the air and punches him really hard, knocking him into the wall and knocking him out for a sec. Uh, Goku then just fucking grabs the princess and starts booking it. Rewind a, rewind a second. There is also the, uh, when he's firing the Kamehameha at, her, uh, me- at him, Melee throws like her kunai thing at vampire guy's name, who I forget. And he, like, yeah. catches it, and that kind of, like, tags him with the Kamehameha. Oh, I didn't notice that at all. Yeah, it like, is they bring, very, they, they it's very blink and you'll miss it. Yeah, they don't even, like, yeah. bring it up. It just is a thing that happens <laughs> in this fight. Mm-hmm. As I often point out during the recordings of these episodes, I am, like, very diligently taking notes about what's happening, which means I don't see some of these little visual things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they just, like, um, throw it. Actually, yeah, they throw a kunai out. Kunai gets caught, or, like, kind of, like, he deflects it, it seems like, to mm-hmm. me, or something. And then, like, that is the scene. That gives, Go- that gives Goku the opening to do the thing. 
Yeah. Like, Makes and sense. Then the, and then Goku does the most un-Goku-like thing in this scenario. And he runs away. Yeah, for real. Goku would keep fucking fighting if yeah, he thought this like, guy was still conscious. We can murder some more? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Goku is running for the gate with the princess on his back and then gives the detail about blinding him with the Kamehameha. Uh, as Goku gets the exit, Melee and Gula appear behind him. And Melee's like, hey, yo, don't forget to pull the sword out. <laughs> to which Goku's like, why'd y'all help me? And Melee's like, I just wanted to shake shit up around here. So I was like, oh, Melee's just a shit poster at this moment. <laughs> I was bored. Sue me. Yeah. Melee then lets Goku know her and Gula are going to hold off the demons as they get out. Uh, Goku reunites Misa with her parents before being like, oh, right, shit, the sword. The thing. <laughs> running back. Yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, running back to pull it out. Melee and Gula on the other side, I thought they were going to be, like, fighting. But instead, they're just doing the same thing they did to Goku when yeah. he got in and being like, y'all need a pass. <laughs> Which was kind of funny. Everyone knows they are the rulers of this land, truly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got one job, damn it, and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Shula then shows up, pissed as hell, and he's like, Y'all all have a pass, just go! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the demons are getting real close while Goku is, like, pulling on the sword, it's not budging for a sec. But then just before the demons get there, of course, Goku pulls out the sword, and it's, like, gleaming... And shining and sparkling the whole time. Uh, which is when we get a look at the whole sword, which has this weird, like... So there's, like, the main blade of it, like a normal sword. And then there's just other blades sticking out at, like, 90-degree right angles. Like, starting horizontal and then bending back up with, yeah, like, a point like, at the top. it's got, like, Aku head spikes from, like, Samurai Jack going on all along the sides. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, the king of a design for a sword that looks like it was designed for a Final Fantasy game, which is sick as hell, but, like, wildly impractical when you think about it for a second. It would only be good for stabbing and never slashing. Yeah. It's just, it'd be hard as hell to sharpen. Constantly. Like, just, God, that would just be a mess. (laughs) But anyway, Goku pulls it out and the door slams shut. Cut to Melee telling Shula that now, only people with a key to the door can get through to the Ooh. living world. It's the, the way it should have been all along. So that was her real motivation. She's just an elitist. <laughs> uh, Aren't we all? Yeah. Shula gets pissed for like five seconds. And then he's just like, oh, you. Uh, <laughs> well, we still have this feast. You want to get some food? Bitchin'. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, she's like, bitchin'. And then they like glide into the dark like this there's no walk doesn't make any sense yeah there's no like walking animation they just go like Phew! like there's like a whoosh noise as they just glide away and then gula glides all the way across screen from off screen to follow them i must go my planet needs me it is yep. big that energy <laughs> it is very much like we had no budget for this part so we just like dragged the jpeg across the screen i think it is like that, because there's not even a background for this it is a black void and they just kind of like float the animation cell across the screen mm-hmm. oh yeah it's i i legitimately don't think they had any money for what they were trying to do oh, yeah. here it's it's incredibly terrible i i was watching I, I found like a new youtube channel recently that i've been watching that talks about and reviews a lot of anime 
And I didn't realize, like, part of the production process when it comes to anime is they split up an episode by, like, how many frames they will have to draw for something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, that is how they budget episode by episode. Mm-hmm. It's, like, usually an episode with a crazy, big, really well done, like, tons of little frames fight scene will have at least, like, one scene or two scenes where everyone's just standing around and all they got to animate is lip flaps. Yeah. Makes sense. And I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't realize... Like, as soon as I knew that, I was like, that makes a ton of sense. But I didn't but realize they did it, it until like, it's pointed out, yeah. Yeah, it's like I didn't think they sat down and split up episodes by, like, you know, cells of animation count. Like, I just thought it'd be man hours, more or less. <laughs> so that was interesting to learn. And I assume it's probably been like that for a while. So it's probably similar policy here. Uh, they were talking, the, the video I was watching was talking about a modern anime when they were talking about this, so I don't gotcha. know that for sure. Yeah, anyway. I, I feel like, I th- I don't know why these were made in particular, like why they made these, other than I guess like maybe more shows, they had more commercials, so like they're maybe they're running out of episodes, I have no idea, <laughs> but this is like truly ba- bad animation we're at right now, because like My, it is straight up yeah. just like Black Void character runs forward they stop mid-frame and they're like dragged across mm-hmm. with a brown you can almost see the it. rope pulling them off the screen <laughs> my so guess funny. and sorry just to wrap this episode real quick description so we can just get to our bigger talk about this mm-hmm. episode as a whole uh, it just hard cuts to goku chowing down on food with the whole village all in the castle celebrating the princess's return also the swords on a pedestal and that's the end of the episode uh but yeah so like I I think, and what usually is the case when it comes to these filler arcs with Z as well, unlike a lot of modern show structures and a lot more modern anime are starting to do this, though Super didn't, um, is that this is produced year-round every week. Yeah, they're like a few episodes buffer when they start and then go, but they're literally making this 365 days a year until they're done with the run of Dragon Ball. But... They're making this at the same time Toriyama is releasing new chapters of it. So this is literally just, we are padding for time because the way we set this up, we have to release an episode every week. But we don't know where the story's going, but we do have this convenient time gap Mm -hmm. built in. So let's pad it out. So I'd imagine, like, because the manga was also coming out in Shonen Jump weekly at that point. So I imagine they're literally I, like. Let's I, just... I, I will say this, right? Mm-hmm. The next where the next arc begins is February 1987. This episode, Japan came out September 1987. Oh yeah, but I mean, like the the chapters that would come out weekly for the manga are very short. Like yeah. they're like seven or eight pages. So they want to build at like an, a typical episode of the anime will cover like five to six chapters. So they want to build, like, a very significant buffer, because they're going to blow through those, like, four months worth of manga chapters in, like, five episodes. That's the usual, at least, like, that's how it was with I would believe this more if they didn't add so much shit to the episodes that had, (laughs) that were chapter counterparted, right? Like, if they just actually blew through those episodes we talk about without adding a whole bunch of shit, I would believe you more. But each mm. episode is, like, a chapter counterpart because, like, remember the fucking Red Ribbon Army mm-hmm. shit? It had, a, like, yeah. ten minutes it was of like content one to, one. to stuff, yeah. right? 
Well, that's because, again, they want... I assume like, this is just more for money. I mean, I can yeah. look... I'll probably look this up later. Because I assume it's just like, we can just like, we can have more Dragon Ball episodes while we wait. Which is why they're on, like, a weekly release schedule anyway. Yeah. Is to drive advertising and whatnot. Yeah. But, I mean, it, so, you see the same thing in Z, why there's, like, the famous super long fight with Frieza, is because they went from doing, like, four or five chapters of the manga per episode to one. Yeah. Which is why that fight just fucking drags. Hell Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they have to add, like, a whole bunch of shit because there's only, like, you know, eight pages worth of manga for 23 minutes worth of television. (laughs) Uh, So that's why the pacing of that fight suddenly comes to a screeching halt uh, because they had caught up, like what I'm describing, and they started the Frieza fight with Goku not knowing how the fight ended. (laughs) So they had to buy time so that the manga could come out. The bold move, God, it works out for them. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. But yeah, I'm not saying it's like a good model. I think this is a bad model and why we see a lot less of it these days. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it is like, here are the results of using this model of release and this model of production. Uh, And it's not like great. <laughs> you know, it's bad. Yeah, no, you get stuff like this, too, where like, you know, you talk about cell count and like how they budget it. Probably, like, two or three of these episodes just had their total cell count slashed in half so that they could save time for, like, the arc that they're about to start. So, so we'll see if that pays off once in the next episode of WSP, once that arc starts. Yay! But for now, we're on episode 82, the rampage. Of no, Nina I want to talk about show. more about this episode. Okay, let's talk more about it then. Um, I the whole time watching this episode, right? Melee and Shula like got a thing going on, right? Like, oh, they fucking, yeah, they fucking, uh, right? Oh, they're fucking, like, like the end of she thwarts them. They're like, yeah, all <laughs> right, let's go back, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, did we just enter like some real subtle lovers spat? thing yes. that just happened and then it just kind of ends yes they're gonna work it out at night yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. so this was, was good it was a bad episode they're gonna they're gonna go to their room and make a deborah yeah oh no oh <laughs> no and what the, f- what the f- and i i just don't understand i don't understand these filler episodes are so bad i don't even understand them at this point don't even understand they're how they so- got greenlit there. Yeah, I don't even did they come up and just like I don't know, man. Fuck, dude. Like, there's like a demon place, and then, I don't know. There's a guy there. He's got to get oh, the no. princess. Which like, is you're a like, princess in a sleeping castle. Yeah. I don't know. Do it again. I'm going home. I mean, that's why I'm, like, <laughs> I miss my wife. They're they're literally just a buffer, so that they can still keep their weekly like year round release schedule, but not have to like figure out where Toriyama's taking the plot. I'm aware of as that, if but Toriyama like, knows. No, I'm not yeah, saying it's they'd, good. They'd put a this little bit of craft into it. You'd think. But they're also, like, people who the are The gourd working, was better than this. Like, take, modern animators back, in Japan have horrible working conditions. I can only imagine how much worse it was in the early 80s. Yeah. yeah early oh, I'm not going to blame this on the workers. I will mostly blame them. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm blaming but it on the producers. You come in this and, and you're the, just like... Yeah. It's just, you get through this and I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? I mean, yeah, if you want, like, a modern example of, like, this level of mismanagement, look at, like, the first five episodes of the Dragon Ball Super anime when it first aired. Or really the first two arcs of the Dragon Ball Super anime. Oh, we will. Oh, we will. (laughs) Well, they're hard to find those original cuts now because they went back and reanimated those episodes 
in a wow. lot of places for the Blu-ray release, which is what the uh, the English dub ended up using was the Blu-ray cuts, which is why the English dub looks a lot better in the first two arcs uh, when it was airing. But anyway, that's enough about that. But what now did we learn? There's a cool sword that lets you open a door to Demon Land. Um, I don't even think the sword not really does opening. That. It's more just kind of props it open. Props think, it open. Yeah, I think they're two separate things, and one of them just <laughs> Shula just decided to use it as a doorstop. It's what he had in his hand at the minute. We live in modern day, and there's just a knight kingdom out here from <laughs> Europe. Yes. Um, we live in like the future. Yeah. There's hover cars and shit. Yeah, yeah, and um, I don't fucking know. But to be fair, it's in like the official canon. There's also random cowboy towns and dinosaurs. So like. Dinosaurs and but like that makes sense, right? Like <laughs> cowboy land in this like weird wild west world, um, feels like that's part of like the beginning establishing shots, right? Oh yeah, no western and, but, fantasy land feels the most out of place. Yeah, and then it's like fucking welcome to my European monarchy. Here's the king and queen, complete with serfs, which they keep going back to because in the fucking Goku versus the Sky Dragon, there's. To a king and queen again, and like on Toriyama, right? There is no king and queen that much besides Emperor Pilaf. Uh, there's like I think the the leader of Earth in Dragon Ball is given king. Like I think he's named like King King Scruffy or some king shit. King Furry. King Furry. Actually, I think his name might be King Furry. But uh, I'm like nine, eight. I'm like ninety percent sure it is. Yeah, but also he's like not important. Yeah, right. Like it's yeah. like King Furry's like a bit they do as like a fu- it's haha, a joke. King Furry, but it's like no, it's literally we, you a, have to go. The king is dog. well respected here. We all love yeah. the king here. He takes good care of his people. I think um, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I think in official canon, King Furry is a random dog who found all the Dragon Balls and wished to be king of the world, and just is, but doesn't really like do anything with that power. <laughs> Oh, so the Pilaf strategy. Gotcha. Yeah, he basically did what Pilaf was trying to do and had as much of a plan for it as Pilaf Complete did. Complete with he the just utter lack of ambition. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone just kind of runs themselves, but they acknowledge that there is a king. But There's anyway. no real government in Dragon Ball. There is an idea no. of a government. You can, yeah, this isn't One Piece where they have to meticulously outline every little bit. <laughs> yeah, the there world. is the world government. Yeah. Yeah. In One Piece. <laughs> that Which is incredibly powerful. God, imagine how many episodes of this podcast there would be if we did the same concept, but for One Piece. If we did a one, one for One Piece, I would be like, we cut out all the filler. I am not watching the One Piece filler except <laughs> for the good ones, and then I will move on. Yeah, I know, like, Water 7, isn't that the prison yeah. one? That, like, yeah, everyone's like, this is good. filler that actually you have to watch, because it's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, back to episode 82 of Dragon Ball, which is the Rampage of Inoshikacho, which, usually when I'm taking my notes, I just go ahead and write out character names, like, while I'm yeah. writing. I was I saw Inoshikacho once, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I can't type this out every time. <laughs> Would you, like, you shorthand it as? Uh, just Eno, I-N-O. Okay. I was like, that was easy. Because <laughs> uh, I was like, if I just put I, I'll probably get confused. <laughs> but this episode opens with a recap of literally all the little adventures we've done up to this point. Because there's so uh, many, and they're so involved, you might get lost. Yeah, no, these episodes are super fucking formulaic. 
that is definitely something about this little mini arc. I, I had fun with it in the beginning, but I don't know. This one is like kind of fun. They suck, places. dude. <laughs> they're fucking just say mad. they're bad and move just on. being positive. Uh, but anyway, we yeah, cut the to- best part of last one was there's definitely some fucking hard sexual energy between melee and whatever the fuck the guy who Shula. obviously jacks off to it if his arm grows ten sizes. <laughs> um. That's all. Oh yeah, up. they're fucking. Oh yeah, but they're fucking. That's the best part of that. Everything else, I like fucking snooze town USA. That part, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Go on. Uh, cut to Goku by like just a peaceful waterfall and some mountains, and he's just walking along. Now he's just dragging a branch. Like it's not a full tree; it's just a branch. Like this is. I don't think this is really doing anything for him. The tree has worn away, and only the branch remains. Honestly, if that's the implication, that's funny as shit. Uh, but he's complaining about being hungry, because that's, I think, how all, how all of these open. start. Yeah. When suddenly we just hear the sound of a car just speeding. We cut to a man on, like, an ATV with treads, essentially, yeah. is the best mm-hmm. way to describe this vehicle with his wife and his child in the seat next to him. Uh, unable to stop on, like, a really narrow, winding mountain path. Goku barely dodges getting run over by them. And that's when the man shouts back to Goku, like, We have no brakes! Fucking help me! <laughs> uh, Goku leaps into action and uses, like, a a bamboo tree to stop their vehicle. The man thanks him. And also, I noticed in this scene, the baby is wearing, like, a turtle hermit Yes, school okay, so it wasn't onesie. just me. Yeah. yeah. It's like an orange onesie with, like, the turtle hermit school symbol on the center of it. Which made me wonder if, like, Roshi is selling merch now. Is Roshi LLC'd? I, I don't put know. Roshi's LLC'd now, yeah. He just sets yeah. up a little stand outside the World Martial Arts Tournament with different branded merchandise. That or it just says, or we think it looks the same, and it just says baby on it somehow, and we're just, it is, you know. Yeah, it is true. <laughs> None of us know Japanese, so, like, I could be mistaking this symbol. We don't know shit. But mm-hmm. the orange color and everything made me think this is, like, the turtle hermit symbol. Yeah, it was very similar. Mm-hmm. Wow, but, uh, it's future past trunks. Yeah. It Goku's only. like, I thought y'all were being attacked. The guy's like, we are being attacked by the evil Inashikacho. Goku's like, I don't I don't know what that is. Bless you. Yeah. The man's wife explains it and it cuts to like a shot of Inashikacho wrecking up their village. It's like implied that she's basically just giving Goku the rundown of what happened. And we see that Inashikacho is like a it's like a big ass boar who has antlers and butterfly wings. Yeah, if you mm-hmm. wanted to know, I looked this up. I was like, "Is this based off a real creature?" Because I'm, I'm like for it, but um, boars, Eno, deer is Shika, butterflies, Cho. It doesn't Ino make Shika sense. Eno, Shika, okay. Cho. That That's makes it. a lot of sense now. It's way less cool now. So mm-hmm. his name literally means boar, deer, butterfly. I kind of wish the dub had just called him boar, deer, butterfly because that would just be fun. <laughs> the bo- so the boarlope, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Predictably, Goku's like, that sounds tough. I'm going to beat it up. <laughs> the husband tells him the beast cannot be beat. And Goku says, I've been hearing that a lot lately. <laughs> I fucked up He's a lot of wrong. people. 
Yeah, this is like the most meta moment of Dragon Ball to date. Sure enough, Goku is like, I've got it. Just just tell me where y'all came from. Hard cut to Kame House again. Uh, with Krillin and Yamcha sparring on the beach and Roshi just kind of suntanning and reading a scrapbook nearby. Uh, Bulma looks and is like, are you going to like do anything to train them? <laughs> and Roshi just keeps flipping through the scrapbook. To which Bulma points at a picture of young Roshi, who we saw in the episode with uh, Corrin Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, to which she's like, who's that hottie? And Roshi's like, it, it's me. She's I'm like, a has, hottie. Which I love. <laughs> Bulma's reasoning for not believing it is he has hair as if balding is not a thing that happens. Look, I'm just saying, if I showed you a picture of young Patrick Stewart and he had hair, would you think it was Patrick Stewart? I'd definitely be thrown off, but, like, I wouldn't question the I idea of someone being capable of going bald. Chase has the right idea. Yeah, I'd <laughs> scream and think it's untruth. Yeah. <laughs> Roshi then flips to a picture of him and another man named Crane. Crane is holding a little piglet thing with nubs of horns growing up. It's Inishikacho. It's is, little baby Inishikacho. It's is very Roshi, good. Is Roshi tangentially related to, like, everything that happens in this world? Yes. At least in Dragon Ball, yes. <laughs> uh, it is a very cute design for little Inishikacho. I Love would buy a, baby a plush baby Inishikacho. The tiny one is very cute. Yeah. The large one looks Which, very slapped together. Yeah, at this point I was like, okay, so the crane school is just going to be involved, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Roshi then shows Bulma how Inishikacho got more and more aggressive and out of control as it got bigger. So like, I only hope it isn't close to any people now. It's like, we already know it, it is. Cut to it being next to people. Yeah. Well, cut to Goku wandering through the woods at night, still hungry, and then he hears a crowd and sees them with, like, torches running after Inashikacho. Cut to Inashikacho, who's, like, sprinting away. And we see his pursuers, and we see fucking Tien and Chiaotzu. <laughs> yeah, right? And like, holy shit, it's Tien. I, I was, like, believe... saving this because I didn't want anyone to know it. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. Tien and Chiaotzu, just <laughs> early appearance, because this thing was made after the fucking run had already begun, so yeah. here they are. <laughs> so they just decide to fucking throw him into this filler episode. Time to fucking end. the worst thing you could do to Tien and Chiaotzu is this, honestly. I, honestly, I can't yeah. wait to see if Goku just completely, like, doesn't acknowledge that he's met Duh. them before. Oh, I'm I sure he won't. I, I doubt yeah. it. I highly doubt it. This, this is going to be another Colonel Silver thing. Or Commander yeah. Silver. No, because Tien Chiaotzu are fucking cool and sick. Like No, I know, I get that, but it's oh. going to be like, hey, we've met before. Get to the actual thing. Hey, have we met before? No, we're on the yeah. mm-hmm. Goku but catches up did? to the crowd as <laughs> Chiaotzu and Tien corner Inashikacho, and a villager's like, oh yeah, we hired these two martial artists to bring him down. Uh, Inashikacho rushes him, they just hit him in the back after he charges past him and bring Inoshikacho down. Goku's real uh, impressed. Good shit here is Chaozu runs like, like a Naruto run is how he runs. His arms behind his back, right? Mm-hmm. But instead of like running like fast, he kind of bounds. So it just looks like he's like kind of like almost like carelessly running <laughs> through the woods. <laughs> like Tien's obviously like, looking like he's doing something. Chaozu just looks like he's goofing off. Chiaotzu's high as hell and having fun. Love love Chiaotzu to this day. (laughs) It's great. 
uh, cut to the village in the morning. Yeah. Cut to the village in the morning, and Inashikacho is literally hogtied with Chaozu and Tien appreciating the village that's just like clapping for them now. Uh, until Tien's like, hey, love the praise, love the energy. Can you pay us now? <laughs> uh, got it. At this moment, I was like, because I already know that Chaozu and Tien are part of the Crane School, and then they showed Crane how to eat a Shikacho, I was just like, alright, got it. They're just unleashing this themselves, and then mm-hmm. getting paid to fix the problem. Uh, which, I guess, I only knew this because I already knew Tien and Chaozu were in the Crane School, because that's never revealed in this episode. Nope. Oh, Except I- for just... I picked up on it like two seconds later when they're like, oh, and we'll be taking this boar with us. I'm like, oh, okay, it's a shakedown. Yeah. yeah. It's it's, it's pretty telegraphed. Oh, yeah. But I mean, they also reveal it like the yeah, next Yeah, but it's scene, also so it's not, not a not twist, like, so. Yeah. How it's revealed is so incredibly good, though. <laughs> it's so mm. good. Uh, the villagers hope Tien and Chaozu will stay the night, but they tell them like, no, nah, we gotta, we gotta go. Just give us that cord over there and <laughs> we'll head on out. Uh, Tien shoulders the whole ass Inashikacho, just one-handed over his shoulder. Boy. This, yeah, this thing's Tien's big. strong AF. Yeah. Uh, and then they just head out. Cut to butt-ass naked Goku fishing with his tail at night. Does he have to be naked for this part? Yeah, but respect for my man. Yeah, but he's only catching moss. Suddenly, something catches his nose, and he notices a nearby fire that smells really good. Goku wanders to the fire just in time to see Chaozu and Tien eating with Inashikacho, and Chaozu telling Inashikacho that that was his best performance yet. <gasps> so, yeah, at least, like, if they're gonna make it this obvious, they don't play it out the whole episode. Yeah. It's like, that's not the focus. Let's just get this info out there and keep going. Um, Goku's confused, but happy that Inoshikacho is alive so that he can spar him. <laughs> now I, I get guess. to kick its ass. Yeah. Tien remarks. I need to stop. I'm sorry, I need to pause here. Yeah. It is amazing that, like, it's around a campfire, right? Two as normal people look in Dragon Ball, eating some corn, and then Inoshikajo, a boar the size of a human and as wide yes. as, like, a car that has butterfly wings, and sitting down like a normal human, just eating some corn with it. Just, like, holding it with it's, his little hooves. It is little hooves. It is so good. It is, it's like, how could you ever think this is a villain? <laughs> right he's just a he's just a, and like the whole time like Tien or, and Goku are gonna like do a little spar fight here whole time while that's happening you know Shikisho in the background is just watching having the corn in his hands <laughs> incredible it's incredible cinematography a lot of attention went into making Inoshikacho fucking adorable <laughs> <laughs> he's a big cutie yeah but, yeah, as Goku is starting to, like, wander out of the bush he's watching them from to go talk to him, Tien is just like, we should hit a couple more villages and then peace out for a while. Um, before Goku wanders up, he's like, hey, hi, how y'all doing? Like, not registering any of the information he just heard, mm-hmm. like, at all. And he's like, y'all made friends with Itashikacho? Cool, I want to hang out with him and beat him up. And Tien, <laughs> like, knocks Goku down. He's like, now that you know our secret, I can't let you live. Yeah. And Goku has no fucking clue what he means by this. <laughs> yeah. At this point, Goku's just like, dude, you made some money, made a new friend, 
and you can fight people. That's sick, dude. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, well, I want some porn. Also, from sure. Tien's perspective, this is Goku's just some random 12-year-old that wandered up. He's never seen Goku before in his life. He doesn't know how strong he is. He's just like, shit, this child found us. We'd better kill him and bury him in the woods. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Chaozu squares up first, but Tien stops him being like, yeah, I'll kill Goku. I need the ex- I need the exercise after eating all that fattening corn. <laughs> Pure grains, baby. Pure grains. <laughs> Tien rushes Goku, but Goku just dodges all the attacks. He's like, what are you doing? I just want corn. Chaozu. Please. Yeah. Stop hurting me. I just want corn. <laughs> Chaozu's real impressed, being like, oh, Goku must be trained. And then Tien is like, what's your name? He's like, I'm Goku, and I'm hungry. Which, like, Go- Chaozu is the first person Goku's introduced himself to that, like, semi-recognizes his name. Finally. Finally. It only I guess took martial 60 artists. episodes and filler. Yeah, which I guess they're martial artists, so, like, of course they will have to know this, but neither did the martial artists of the Sky Dragon episode didn't know who the fuck Goku was. So... This is this was nice to <laughs> finally see someone recognize Goku. Tien yeah, watches it was, it was like, huh? Yeah, someone does fucking recognize that things are possible in this world. <laughs> right? That there is a continuity here. That Goku literally won. Like, if you're a martial, well, you came have in to second. If you're a martial artist, came in second. You, you he someone with the fucking moon fighting this guy. <laughs> yeah, like this should be. Really, really big news, especially if you're any level of martial artist. Especially because everyone fucking knows who Master Roshi is. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, this ha- there's gotta be some level of knowledge of the martial arts in this world that is ubiquitous. So like, I don't whatever, fuck me, whatever. Mm. Everyone knows who Jackie Chun is, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. We're just fucking Goku since the end of the day, and everyone likes Jackie Chun right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Tien then just knocks a fucking tree over onto Goku, which Goku's able to hold it for like a sec, but then collapses under it, assuming because he's hungry, probably. Uh, so Tien and Chaozu are like, yep, that kid's dead. Let's go. <laughs> and just <laughs> One leave. more corpse for the pile. Yeah. Hard cut to like a void and Goku just getting fucking impaled by Inoshikacho's antler. Only for it to be cut off and revealed that Bulma's having a nightmare. It really does come right uh, the fuck out of nowhere. Yeah, so she, like, wakes up screaming. Yamcha and Krillin rush in, like, hands up, ready to fight something. But they see it's just Bulma and also Roshi's here now. <laughs> uh, we didn't see him enter, but he's in the room. Oh, uh, no. Though I do love Krillin is just like, hey, Roshi. Why are you wearing your sunglasses at night? Uh, because he's Corey Hart, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> to which Roshi tells him to shut the fuck up about that. <laughs> you don't Bulma, the, fucking nothing, buddy. This is big, <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up about that. <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we got one rule at the Turtle Hermit School. Hmm. Bulma is then like, I saw Goku getting hurt in my dream. I hope he's okay. Uh, to which Roshi's like, hey, kisses bring luck. And Bulma slaps him. Which, like, uh, every Every time. Yeah. I mean, this is 
the real tame by Roshi standards. It's not that's near a very low bar. Every time we cut back to Kame House in this filler, I like inhale and don't let let go of the breath until we leave Kame House. I, I'm, I'm just going laughing right now. I'm laughing right now because I forgot because it was so dumb that like it it ended my brain and left it the moment it happened. I'm like, oh yeah, that did happen. Oh yeah. <sighs> Fuck us. Cut back to the forest the next day, and Goku wakes up in a hut with just, like, some girl looking over him. And Goku's like, Bulma? And she's like, I'm tan men. <laughs> I love that that's just a hard response. Like, who the fuck is Bulma? <laughs> um, tan men then tells him about finding him. And she's like, I'm surprised that you're, like, awake. Because there was a fucking tree on you. Goku just at this moment registers that Tien, Chaozu, and Inashikacho are pulling a fast one on all these villages. <laughs> like, just in this moment, you finally like, wait, and like the brain neurons connect, <laughs> the synapses fire, the the bird comes out of the cuckoo clock, and he's like, they're scamming people. <laughs> oh no, yeah. it's so dumb. Tamin's like, but they said he was he was blown up. <laughs> he's fucking dead. And Goku is like, no, they're fooling you. And Tan Man gets real pissed. Goku tries to rush into action, but then remembers that he's hungry. So Tan Man just drops a fucking plate of food in front of him, being like, I didn't know what you liked, so I just kind of made everything. And Goku's like, that's what I like, and just eats all of it immediately, because of course... Cut to Inashikacho. Well, I like uh, there's a uh, Tanman's watching it. There's like just a little noise of as she watches yeah. the grotesque display in front of her. I mean, imagine somebody eating at the rate and ferocity that Goku eats in real life in front of you, and that would be fucking horrifying. I just like it's the first person who's finally just like made a disgusted noise at this disgusting creature that Goku is when he's eating. Yeah, usually people just kind of stare with slack jawed awe. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how does he do that? Where is he putting it all? Yeah. Uh, cut to Inoshikacho, who's now terrorizing a new village, while Tien and Chaozu are just kind of watching from a cliff above. Which I do love that Chaozu's like, ah, he's really given it his all, and Tien just immediately is like, it is a hit, not a he. Don't forget that. <laughs> like, damn, Tien. Okay, dude. Yeah. Cut to you Goku. Sh- you broke corn with this boar. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to Goku sprinting. Ah, uh, just the like woods. the pilgrims of the Native Americans. <laughs> Cut to Goku like sprinting through the woods when the same family from the intro <laughs> on the same <laughs> bike is able to stop. I guess they got the brakes fixed this time. Because they're able to stop themselves. And I do love that they're like, we moved to another village and then Inashikacho showed up again. <laughs> Why does this keep happening to me? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, Goku then like, Tien and Chaozu are scamming you. They're working with the Inishika Cho. I'm gonna go beat him up. Oh, I guess it is worth mentioning. Tien and Chaozu are never named mm-hmm. in these in this episode. I we just know their names. Uh, Tien, oh, yeah, they're unknown people at this time. Yeah, cut to the village with Tien and Chaozu once again. Uh, having gotten like Inashikacho tied up and they demand their money, which I forgot to mention in the in the scene around the campfire, Tien's like, 
I think we should double our rate, <laughs> which they got 100k the last time. And in this time, they're like, here's your 200k. <laughs> which I'm like, that was kind of funny. Um, Goku shows up just before they hand over the cash go. How, go Yeah, cash, however. And Goku's like, hey, they didn't kill that fucking pig. They're working with him. And then he walks up and just starts tickling Inashikacho. And Inashikacho wakes up and laughs. Uh, which I don't know why this is the way he chose to reveal it, but whatever. Well, he didn't want to hurt him. That's true. Goku's a pure good boy. Uh, Tien tries to pull a, like, uh, actually, uh, Goku's the one working with the beast. Uh, I'll prove it. And he throws a lit torch under Inashikacho's back. Inashikacho's, like, hanging, like, rotisserie style on, like, a pole, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Goku, he's like, if Goku lets Inashikacho burn to death, then he's telling the truth. Uh, I don't, I don't understand this ploy. Because he, he's like, took their money. He took a lot of their money for like, oh, we're going to kill it. Goku shows up and is like, no, he didn't kill it. See? And he has definitive proof that he's alive. And Tien's like, no, you. You yeah. let the beast live. And somehow the villagers are like, buying this? Yeah, because like, Goku has nothing to gain from this whole setup if he's doing that. <laughs> he wasn't hired. He just kind of showed up out of nowhere. And even if he was friends with Inoshikachu, Inoshikacho, so what? Like the Tien still took your money for not yeah, doing the, the job. The most believable ploy would be Goku is in cahoots with all three of them. Yeah. Uh, no. But then why would he reveal it? No. It's the you, Goku who's bad. You are the monster. And the villagers mm. just buy this hook, line, and sinker, and they're idiots and deserve literally everything that's coming to them. Yeah, because the Inishikacho starts screaming out in pain. Uh... But Tien is, like, talking to Chelsea. He's like, that's cold. And Tien's like, look, I'm just, I'm pretty sure he's going to step in any second now. <laughs> any second. But, yeah. But sure enough, Goku jumps in, cuts Inoshikacho down, saving him. Uh, and being like, Inoshikacho, you should really choose your friends better. <laughs> Inoshikacho is real pissed. But Chelsea and Tien are like, see, Goku did it, even though he gets nothing out of this. And the villagers are like, you're right! And fucking start shooting at Goku and Inoshikacho immediately. Like, just fucking plow, plow. Guns blazing. No fucking time wasted here. Ino shields Goku before, like, running the villagers off, attacking them. But then Goku runs up to Ino and picks him up to stop the violence and just carries him over his head out of town. Please stop the violence. Yeah. <laughs> Goku runs off into the woods with Inoshikacho over his head, setting him down after they, they're they pretty sure they lost the villagers. And Goku's like, oh man, your back is burnt real fucking bad. The next morning arrives and Goku... But, put this in perspective. His back is burnt pretty bad. Inoshikacho got shot a hundred times. Bullets bounced off him. Mm -hmm. The torch fire that is like laid on the ground, that shit has destroyed Inoshikacho. Well, I mean, if I shoot like a metal sheet, the bolt's not going to do anything. But if I heat it up for long enough, well, it starts to melt. Uh, the steel beams, they start to bend. <laughs> and Inoshikacho is strong like steel and also melty like steel. <laughs> uh, cut to the next morning with Goku like right outside the first village that he came to with Inoshikacho over his head, which like they all think that at best, they think that 
Inashika chose in cahoots with Tien and Chaozu. They don't know that Inashika chose like harmless. Yeah, but they know Goku, so eh, I'll allow it. I guess. Also, Goku's an idiot. Ah, oh, there's the sure. real answer. <laughs> uh, but Goku is like walking up, but then all of a sudden they're like walking through this little canyon. And all of a sudden, all the villagers from the second village pop up over the walls of the canyon with their oh guns. Oh my god. Yeah, just it like, is, time this is cool f- as hell. Yeah. They're like, you ready to fucking die? Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goku doesn't even have your money. <laughs> yeah, Goku's just like, alright. He pulls out the power pull. Ready to just start fighting these guys. Uh, but then one of the villagers runs in. Tan Min and her grandpa show up. And they're like, stop shooting at them. Goku's right. <laughs> to which they, they're still shooting while they're yelling this. And then the woman who's leading the second village is like, oh, shit. We might shoot Tan Min and her grandpa. Stop. Stop, guys. <laughs> no shooting Tan Min. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe a little. No, not even a little. Yeah. The, the grandpa. Like, Shoot the How could Tien and Chaozu lie to us for monetary gain? As they're explaining to it, but then seems they to are buy not it. Because, nice. Yeah, because it's obvious. Uh, hey. But they're like, damn it. All right, we're cool, Goku and Inashikacho. Uh, Tam Min patches Inashikacho's wound up, and Goku is like, man. I just wish I could find out who those two guys were. Ten Min said she heard them talk about going to a, the Budokai Tenkaichi at some undisclosed point in time. Oh. I guess they probably hung out for a bit in the village, but I was still just like, that's weird. And Goku lets Ten Min know that he's been training for that. So sick. Inashikacho jumps to his feet, all patched up still, and starts like rearing up, ready to fight Goku. To which Tam Min is like, what are you doing? And Goku is like, oh no, he just wants to train, right? And Inashikacho is like, yes. Yes, I wish to engage in <laughs> combat. In mm-hmm. fisticuffs. In full English. It's very terrifying. <laughs> the episode ends as the narrator closes out, musing about the mysterious new fighters, and also shows us that Inashikacho is now, like, helping till the fields at this village. You did, you, you did not mention the part where Inashikacho and Goku fight? Do you not remember that great scene? It's, it's, nothing happens. Wait, that's what nothing about? happened. What are you talking about? You don't talk about the part where Inoshiko charges at Goku, Goku does a front flip, Inoshiko turns around, and then Goku does another front flip over him, and then it just hard cuts to stop talking about that. <laughs> are you telling me you don't remember that great scene? I actually don't. Nope. You don't remember this? But I do remember the old man being like, <laughs> all things considered, that turned out well. Bitch, y'all are down 30,000 zinni. How worthless is your currency that you don't care? No, they're down 100,000 zenny. But then the all other t- village was down 200,000. All turned out 300,000 zenny. Pretty well. <laughs> and now for episode 83. Which way to Papaya Island? Oh no! You fucking tell me episode. This this episode. <laughs> I want to prepare. This episode is fucking crazy. 
<laughs> that is all I am adding to this right now. This episode made me lose fucking track of where I was in my life. Is this your Gord episode? This is my Gord episode. I, I, I cannot like- stop fucking thinking about this episode or Tone Konkichi or whatever the fuck that thing's name is. <laughs> I realized halfway through writing my notes that I had been spelling Konkichi's name Kokinchi. Like I was just getting it completely wrong. Like I just there's a lot going on. Come so just strap in. There's a lot going on. Once again, there's a lot going on, but also nothing at all. Mm-hmm. The episode opens the sound and, of like, an, do I, tale told by an idiot, full of sound yeah. and fury, signifying nothing. That's right, brother. We're going back in. Yeah. So like, uh, so the episode opens, <laughs> and do I even really need to tell you Goku's just doing a random training thing? In the woods. But what that is how this all time? these go? I think he's just jumping. Uh, oh, which okay. The narrator reminds us that Goku's been training for three years in preparation for the Budokai Tenkaichi. Or sorry, Tenkaichi Budokai. I got that backwards. And he hasn't uh, aged Goku's, a day. Yeah. Goku's about to kill a fucking hawk that's just flying above him for his meal. Like, he just sees this majestic hawk in the sky above him and he goes, Lunch! mad props to goku just fucking going for it man yeah but then he gets interrupted by like a car chase just fucking blazing through the woods next to him the two cars rocket over a cliff edge but nobody's scared by this it seems that they all planned for this to happen (laughs) because the the guy in front that's getting chased a little fox man who we later find out is named konkichi uh like jumps out of his car and does like the wily e. coyote run in like midair mm-hmm. and the other car ramps off the cliff next to him and they're like haha we've got you right where we want you again and- this is when i started fucking losing my <laughs> fucking mind yeah. so i'm they like out- because you have to think about where my brain's at right now right yeah. this is, i'm saving all my energy for right now because i've been tired i had a long stressful work uh, last week, you know, I'm just kind of coming back down. My brain was completely torn. We go from medieval European country to fucking shoot out in a car, wily e. coyote fucking happening, and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening right now? It was awesome. <laughs> it is a fucking oh yeah. Also, these are all animal people. Like Konkichi is like a f- green fox man, and the car is like a gorilla, like a lion guy. And I don't even remember what the third guy was. They're all just like anthropomorphic animal people uh, chasing each other. Um, So they try to reach out, like grab them. But then they all finally like their hang time stops and they start falling because gravity exists again. And they fall away from each other. But unlike everyone else in this world. Uh they aren't affected by this fall. Like, Goku is unaffected by falls, but up to this point, that's been like, yeah, because Goku's strong. <laughs> but these guys just aren't affected by this fall. They're they're living in cartoon world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Konkichi is, like, getting out of a bush, like, haha, I gave him the slip. When the three guys pull up in their car that is perfectly fine after going off of this huge fucking cliff, and they're like, aha, shit, stop, Konkichi! And they just start beating the shit out of this little fox guy uh which we have no idea why at this point uh which is great but then goku jumps down and he's Hold like up. 
Well, you've forgotten that one of them declares that beatings is the breakfast of champions. Yeah, beatings is the breakfast of champions. Oh yeah, and they do keep up with this fucking analogy through like this whole next scene. Like this guy will not let this idea go of like we're feeding him a beating. You're interrupting lunch when Goku like yells at him. Like I think he says something like that. You're getting in the way of breakfast. I was like, why is mm-hmm. he so? He is so deep in this bit hole right now for no reason. <laughs> the bit hole is a term that I do not appreciate. I'm gonna keep using it. I don't respect <laughs> it, but I'll allow it. Yeah. Predictably, they tell Goku to fuck off, and predictably, Goku beats them all down real easy, knocking <laughs> them conveniently into their car so they can speed away. As predicted, uh, Goku fucks on. Yeah. <laughs> Konkichi thanks Goku for saving him, but then the narrator just, like, chimes in. It's just like, things aren't always what they seem. What is of this? Fucking what is this? He comes in, he's like, Goku's about to learn a big lesson today about now how everything looks like what they see. Now, children, we're getting back to work here. And I'm like, what is this fucking world? Dude, what a great episode. Yeah, we're off to a fucking, like, breakneck start. Even by these episode standards, <laughs> this one is just fucking <laughs> speeding through it. Fat shit insane. Yeah. Goku is now riding with Konkichi in his, like, dinged up... It kind of looks like a... Ah, oh, God, what's the name of the car? I don't know. Uh, it looks like a real-world car, but I'm blanking on what those cars are called. A Charger? No, it's a... It's a, like a... It's like a convertible, but it's like a four-door sedan. A Toyota Land- Corolla. No, not a Land Rover. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Volkswagen? They're riding in- no. They're riding in his dinged-up car, and he just keeps calling Goku brother, which, oh yeah, Kokinchi's voice is like, hey, thanks for helping me there, brother. Like, oh, you're great. Like, the, if it somebody is. asks you to yeah. do, like, a used car salesman from Jersey, <laughs> like, cartoon voice, that's the voice coming out of Konkichi. It's very subtle. I love it. I love this voice. It's weird, but I love it. I love this character. This character's mm. terrible. Yeah. And Goku's like, my name's not brother, it's Goku. And he's like, yeah, brother! <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I'm gonna get you the papaya island, brother, because the Budokai Tenkaichi's tomorrow! <laughs> Which I was and like, also, oh shit! And also on papaya island, apparently. Yeah, which I knew was on an island. Like, they established that much last time, but they did not tell us it was called Papaya Island. You knew it was on an island, brother? Yeah, I remember them saying it was on an island. Yeah, no, I'm just like... <laughs> I think the only reason this guy says brother a lot is A, either... This is all filler, right? Like, the, the Japanese either game. Or my actual thinking of it is because someone says the term Papaya Island, this guy's like, yeah, I gotta be, like, somewhat Hawaiian, right? Like, that's it. That's the <laughs> only reason this is happening in my head. <laughs> Well, I mean, probably in the. I didn't look at the sub, but I know, like, calling somebody bro or brother, like, there is a word for that that translates to that kind of, like, nomenclature in Japanese. Cause, like, oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, um, Gurren Lagan does it too. Look, I'm just disappointed that with a character that says brother this much, they didn't do a Hulk Hogan voice. <laughs> it I'm wouldn't have fit, it wouldn't fit the character into this. But, like. Mm hmm. Kinkichi is gonna take Goku to the airport so he can fly to the tournament, which damn, I didn't realize that like that was where we were timeline wise, that like he the tournament the started tomorrow. Who cares? Well he was told he couldn't use it by Master Roshi during yeah, this remember? Three years. But also Goku has thing. no money. Yeah. 
also Goku in this scene is like, holy shit, I get to fly on an airplane. But like, he totally flew on an airplane the first time he went. Yeah, to he the, also the has a Nimbus. Like, this is like a thing where he's like, <laughs> oh shit, flying. Like once again, like Goku's a moron, an absolute dullard. He's forgotten yeah. but what like, it feels like. In he knows he's years. flown before. I do love. Kokinchi's like, well, how were you planning to get the Papaya Island? The Goku's like, I was just gonna run it. <laughs> She's like, it, it's on an island, brother. And you can't, you can't run through the ocean. Well, not Goku's with that like, look, Goku stares him hard in the eye. I've run through the ocean. Yeah. Kokinchi and Goku arrive at the airport, and they learn that the next flight to Papaya Island's like a three o'clock, but also that the one after that is like six the next day so he's like i guess we got to get on this one it's like an hour away and it's gonna be fifteen thousand zenny a person which again i don't know how fucking expensive like what zenny's worth it's making me think that that 100k zenny is not that much and it only gets weirder later this episode but please continue yeah and kokinchi's like all right goku give me the 15k goku's like money and then <laughs> is that a food? We hard cut to a shot of a plane in the sky, just a still shot, and it just like spins. And we hear yep. like the narrator be like, We're about to experience some turbulence. Like that kind of shit. Yeah. Like this is like, just a random cutaway. Cuts back to Goku, and he's like, I don't have any money. I've been living off free food for the last three years. Cut back to Kokinchi who is now rotating around to, to to end this gag. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, you see, it's like poetry. It rhymes. As the plane spins, so does Kokinchi's worldview at Goku. Kokinchi. And Kokinchi is just like, I, what? Which made me think like Kokichi, Kokinchi was just going to rob him. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so he lets Goku know that papaya islands like on the other side of the world so like we gotta get a fucking plane ticket or you're not gonna get there and kokinchi's like all right i'm just gonna take care of this now and he runs off and we see a couple buy like two tickets for papaya island and they walk off to get coffee but kokinchi like slams into them obviously pickpocketing them yes mm-hmm. yeah but then he's running off looking at the tickets like Haha, nice and then bumps into a cop and so he's like oh somebody dropped these tickets yeah oh who would have thought oh here you go all right i'm a fuck off now and <laughs> just leaves <laughs> the couple runs back being like somebody took our tickets and then the cop's like here they are <laughs> just handing here, them back and i have them a already. fine upstanding youth has returned them yeah Although later we see the cop and he's just like, did that guy? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> Keeps going. It's, it's the Canadian cop again. So you have to give the Canadians, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, but I don't really know what happened here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's supposed to be the same character, but it looks like him and they give him the same voice. Uh, I love him, so I want it to be the same character. <laughs> same. Smash cut to Goku and Kokinchi leaving the airport and Kokinchi is like, all right, Goku, new plan. We got an hour to make 30 grand and fly out to Papaya Island. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I Which fucking like, love the scene so much. <laughs> Kokinchi really just invited himself on this <laughs> little journey. Even Goku uh, brings up, Goku's like, you're coming? Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Kokinchi then assures Goku, he's like, oh, I know where we're going to get this fucking money. <laughs> Hard cut to Goku and Kokinchi arriving at a carnival in town nearby. 
and Goku's just like fucking going nuts because he's never seen a carnival before. <laughs> Kokinchi's just like, don't worry, all right, we gotta make a lot of fucking easy money, huh? He's fucking strong, brother. And then a a child walks by and like lets go of his balloon. Mm-hmm. So Goku jumps up and gets his balloon. Yep. And he starts handing it to the kid. But then a parrot on a clown shoulder in the background yep. pecks the fucking thing out of his hand. What yep. we're, in, we're, hit, we're in fever dream territory right now. Yeah. So the kid starts crying and then Kokinchi gives him candy and makes funny faces at him. And this is going to be important later, I promise. <laughs> For some reason. Yeah. Hard cut to one of those, like, slam the hammer on the, like, pad thing to strong make a bell, thing. bell hammer things. Yeah. And there's, like, a big strong man who hits it, and he just comes short of hitting it. Well, yeah, because the announcer. Yeah, because the announcer, well, we don't know that yet, but the announcer's like, go get your consolation prize. Guaranteed not to fall apart until you get home. Which, that may be that chuckle. Line. That's good. That's yeah, it's a good, good line. Goku then walks up to the block with Kokinchi being like, he's got it. He could do this. Uh, and of course, everyone thinks Goku can't do this because while we don't have like an opponent for Goku to fight at the moment, we do have the same plot structure of all of the fucking filler episodes <laughs> that have come before it. How the fuck do they not know this is Goku? They are next to the island that people are going to. For hey, the they are literally on the other side of the world. They are on the other island. side of the world. Yeah, but everyone's fucking uh, apparently buying fucking tickets to go there from the other side of the world because fucking money don't make no sense in this goddamn world. I hate this. I yeah. hate filler. <laughs> Kokinchi hands Goku the hammer to do the thing, to which Goku's like, eh, this is going to get in my way. And he just tosses the hammer and karate chops the point and just shoots the little like weight all the way through the bell, knocking it off, because of course... To which this is when the guy running it is like, wait, I rigged that thing myself. That can't be possible. <laughs> which he says out loud in front of everyone. Uh, but nobody really reacts to him admitting this. I just don't understand this man's business. So yeah. I, I get that it's rigged, right? But like yeah, the uh, prize is 50,000 zenny, which is apparently enough for like three plane tickets across the other, to the other side of the world, plus some change. And the entrance fee for doing this rigged fair game is three zenny. Yep. I. Yep. What? What is? What is your margin here? What if somebody? I know you rigged it, but like, what if somebody hits it? I. Uh, Zach. How, we said. We said. Yep. So. How do you make yeah. money? What money? Money is make. I don't know if the. I don't know what money. I don't even know what money means how, in this world anymore. How? How do yeah. money? It is true. Kokinchi only pays like three zenny. As their entrance, but the prize is fifty k. I mean, you, I get you get a bunch of business, but I think you, like you get just as much with ten thousand. I get it. We're moving on. I get what you're saying here, but <laughs> Zenny. <laughs> yes. All ah, right. Monopoly money. Got it. Goku and Kokinchi are now over like counting their money, but they're interrupted by someone in a fancy car that recognizes Goku, and it's Baba. Having She's and just Ghost now. Usher. Yeah. Just yeah, and Ghost Usher's driving her, which is great. But Baba's yeah. just hanging out in the back of like a convertible Rolls Royce because, well, of she course. charges a fuck ton of money. I do love I thought she was just sitting in the car, but when they cut to an above like a bird's eye view shot, 
you can see that Baba is sitting on the crystal ball in yep. the seat of the car, which right, is incredibly fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it's very it good. Is, it is so fucking funny. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, and yeah, Ghost Usher's here, but he doesn't have any lines in this episode, and that makes me sad. Horn out for Ghost Usher existing, but not truly. Yeah. <laughs> Goku and Baba, like, catch up real quick and talk about how excited they are for the tournament. As when Goku's like, oh, hey, Baba, meet my brother, Kokinchi. And Kokinchi's like, hey, how you fucking doing? Huh? Any friend of Goku's is a friend of mine, brother. <laughs> like, shakes Baba's You're getting hand. more and more Italians. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I can't this, is, this has moved from, like, Brooklyn, Jersey to Italian startlingly, startlingly fast. This is there yeah, are this a lot of Italian from... There are a lot of Italians like, in all three use, of those places. You salesmen to fucking, oh, good fellow, hey, I was getting a little bit of pasta out here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Got my good one. I love my wife. <laughs> and then I cheat on her. That's like the fundamental story. I, yeah, I've seen good fellas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kokinchi, like, or Baba is just like staring at. Like, Kokichi is like, why do you keep calling you brother? <laughs> Goku's like, uh, it's just, like, I saved his life. So, like, we're buddies now. And we're Kokinchi's bonded. like, I'm just a good law-abiding citizen, you know? But I was getting chased anyway. To which Baba now can, like, see his past. Like, superimposed over him. Oh, yeah, she has mystical fucking powers yeah. at this point <laughs> now. Which is fair. I mean, she that's been proven. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Uh, it's just like, it's just like... Yeah, motherfucker, you you now fucking lying to the wrong fucking person. Yeah, because <laughs> Baba immediately is like, why were three men chasing you? To which Kokinchi's like, I didn't say anything about three men chasing. I just said someone. How'd she know? Kokinchi, oh in his head, is like, holy shit, I don't know how she knows, but she fucking knows. <laughs> oh, like, fucking like, shit, I'm gonna, go, <laughs> I'm gonna get, get a soda. Goku, you want a soda? And he's like, I don't want a soda. And he's like, I'm gonna go get you a soda. And like, runs off to go get them drinks. Kokinchi is now sitting in an alley with his soda, just like drinking it. And he's just like, fucking shit, Baba knows exactly what I'm doing, huh? I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Until a hand reaches out and like pulls him into the alley. And it's the three guys from the opening and they just start beating the shit out of him being like where's our fucking money Kokinchi <laughs> this is also like pretty violent beat up like they show yeah. his face like into like the brick wall and I was like fuck dude Kokinchi's yeah, getting this is fucked weirdly up. violent yeah for how cartoony the rest of this particular episode has been this part is weirdly like, violent like the way Kokinchi whatever fucking whatever Kokinchi Kokinchi fucking Kokinchi fucking squirms when getting like his face hand on the wall. It was like made me go like, oh, I don't know, I'm not okay with this. I'm okay with being here right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't uh, like this breakfast. But the three guys are like, you still owe us all that money, but you can make it up to us. Cut to Kame House, because <laughs> of course of this course. is the best time to cut to Kame House, uh, where everyone is waiting on Roshi to fucking get his shit together so they can head out to the plane, which like. They're like, we're going to miss our flight. And I'm just like, y'all have your own plane. Why are you not flying yourselves? No, see, it was a plane submarine that they broke during the Red Ribbon Army arc, so he doesn't have that anymore. But I thought they got, like, another plane at the end. Up, 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 they don't have it anymore. <laughs> don't you go thinking of things that happened in filler. Yeah. Roshi then walks out with Launch behind him in, like, a suit, 
And he's like, how do I look? And she's like, you look distinguished. Rochi's like, I wanted to be sexy. Damn it. <laughs> Cries. I just wanted to be sexy. <laughs> I want to be loved and she's like, Rochi's like, hey, Bulma, if you saw me on the street dressed like this, you think I was hot? <laughs> Bulma's like, get on with it! <laughs> get in the boat! <laughs> fucking, fucking Which is great. not a no. This is like... <laughs> So far, this is the only good version of the Roshi bit that has happened to date to me. It's the least harassy. And and before I forget, I think this is everyone's new hairstyle and stuff, right? Yeah, Ro- what, yeah. Bulma's cut her hair. Uh, Yamcha, Yamcha got a haircut too, I think. I, bu- I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Krillin and Master Roshi are still bald. <laughs> I think. I think we'll talk. I want to talk more about this when we finish, so just so I don't forget, bring it up now. Mm-hmm. But I, want, I like talking about the Dragon Ball hairstyle. It's good. It's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone but Launch, Blue Launch, by the way, hops on the boat. Roshi's like, hey, Launch, you want on? Launch is like, yeah, the city air is real bad for my sinuses. But then immediately after that, she sneezes and turns into blonde Launch. And she's like, y'all trying to leave without me? <laughs> Which is kind of great. Honestly. Y'all pulling a motherfucking fast one? Yeah, it's like you just—you just told us that the air is bad for your sinus, and she's like, "I want smog in my lungs." <laughs> yeah, I want smog in my lungs is maybe one of my favorite lines right now. Build it character, is real strong line. <laughs> Everyone rides out smog. on the boat now, being like, "Oh, I'm excited to see how much stronger we've gotten." Like you know, Krillin and Yamcha are talking to each other, like, "I want to show how strong I've gotten, and I want to see how strong Goku's got." cut back to Goku now uh, who's still just hanging out with Baba and it's just like he'll be back any second now any second now Baba's like you only got 30 minutes until that flight takes off you want to go find him Goku's like and he you know what yeah and then he hears gunshots (laughs) yeah there's like like, gunshot noises people screaming Goku waits a few seconds (laughs) gunshot noises a few (laughs) screams okay I gotta go alright Damn it, I guess this is, I guess this is my problem now. Yeah. Cut to the cops like busting through the front door of a bank to see Kokinchi alone with a gun in his hand standing, standing over, over a dead man. Yeah. And he's just like, "Uh, ah, I was set up. I was framed." <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, shit fucking killed me. Yeah. Goku arrives in time to see the cops taking Kunkichi out. Uh and he's like, "Yo, can I talk to him?" And the cop's like, no, what? <laughs> to which Baba looks the cop in the eyes like, he can talk to him. And you hear, like, mystic, like, magic noises. And then the cop's like, he can talk to him. <laughs> your will is no longer your own. These yeah. aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> There's ass scene happening. Yeah. Kunkichi's like, I'm not a criminal, I swear, I just killed that guy. <laughs> but the airport cop, who's now here... Yep. Even though this is implied only like 30 minutes later, uh, is like, hey, he's pickpocketed some fucking tickets. Uh, Goku's like, this true? Kinkichi's like, yeah. 
<laughs> Kokichi then gives Goku his backstory that like I grew up an orphan on the streets. I didn't have anybody. I had to steal to live, but then you saved me and I felt I had a family. <laughs> Which I was like, man, y'all have known each other for 45 minutes tops at this point. See, well, it's thought- been an hour and a half. Yeah, I thought he was <laughs> lying out of his ass on this scene, and but no, it's late it's apparently complete sincerity as we find out at the end of the episode. I'm just like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> I do love that he's like, you gotta believe me, brother. And Goku's like, you shouldn't call me brother anymore. In like that exact tone. Damn. And I was like, ice Damn. cold. Yeah. We are no longer brothers, mm-hmm. brother. And Kokichi's <laughs> like, I, I get that. But I was set up. And I was, but I was bad to begin with too. <laughs> and Kokichi's like, I wish I'd gone to trade school. <laughs> it's like legitimately a line he says. Uh, and he asks for forgiveness. So, of course, Goku immediately forgives him. Yeah, oh, okay. And we're back to like, normal Goku. Yeah. He's like, hey, Baba, which way they go? And Baba's like, I could tell you for money. <laughs> <laughs> Goku's like, I, I don't have any money. Uh, uh, no fun. Fine. Here they are. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I don't have any money, but you'll be helping Kokinchi turn his life around. And Baba's like, ah, oh, I see. I'm a fucking charity now. All right, here you go. She says, she complains, doing it anyway. Yeah, yeah, but she loves go. It's like a like a kind of like a grandmother at this point mm-hmm. in the story. Yeah, She's yeah. like, yeah, okay, Groku, I love you. You can get over here, you scamp. Yeah, I wanted you to join my team of fighters. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Baba tells them where they're going, and then Goku just sprints after them. Uh, the gang is riding away in their car, not Bulma and them. Sorry, but the gang of the, the bad gang. that set up Kokinchi. And it's like, hell yeah, we didn't even, we just got to frame Kokenshi. It's a good time. Uh, when Goku appears out of the dust behind them in their car and is like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Yo, motherfuckers fucking framing Kokenshi. I'd have Kokenshi. a real fucking pr- Kokenshi, but a con- fucking pro. Konkichi. Konkichi. Yeah. And the gorilla man is just like, oh, fuck, it just opens fire at him. <laughs> so, of course, Goku, like, in midair, just catches all of the bullets with his bare hands, drops them, like, in front of him as he lands on the hood of the car, and he's like, stop. <laughs> Which is fucking awesome. And he jumps down in front of the car, puts his hands on it, stops the car, lifts it over his head, and just slams it on upside down on the ground behind him. <laughs> just like, damn. Goku is just not taking it easy. <laughs> and he's like, haha, I saved the day. And then he sees a plane buzz over his head. And he's like, ah, shit, I missed my flight. <laughs> <laughs> Back at the, I guess, like the city hall. <laughs> like the prison. I guess. I don't know. Goku hands over the criminals and they set Kokinchi free. Because that's how the law works. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Konkichi is happy, but he's also like crying. And then suddenly, I told you this is going to be important, because the young boy from before is just walking by with his mom, and he sees Kokichi, Konkichi, crying, and he's like, hey, take this, and hands him a wrapped lollipop to be like, you should smile. That's when Goku's like, you'd be a great teacher. That... He's like a babysitter at most. Like, there's no teaching that happened He'd here. He'd be a great teacher. <laughs> to which Konkichi's like, yeah, I would be. <laughs> Baba then lets Goku know that Papaya Island, once again, 
is on the other side of the world. <laughs> but she's like, but it's uh that way. And <laughs> just like points a random direction. Oh, they're at a port now, by the way. Yeah. She's like hard cut to them at a port. Which like something that peeved me in this scene. It's Goku, Konkichi, Baba, and then the kid. And boy. Yep. And boy. Yeah, but the boy's mom isn't there anymore, and he's no. just holding hands with Konkichi. They just kidnapped like, him. Is, this is real creepy. The this cops are closing in on their position. Goku needs I'd to make leave now. I'd make a great teacher. <laughs> you shall be my first project. <laughs> Goku looks in the direction that Baba pointed him, stretches out, and is like, all right, guess I'm going to swim it. <laughs> Konkichi's like, you're not fucking serious, are you, brother? To which Goku's like, I got this. Bye, Kunkichi. <laughs> jumps into the water and just zooms off at, like, lightning speed. Swimming. Never to be Kun- seen again. Yeah, Kunkichi <laughs> <laughs> shouts after Goku and is like, Hey, I'm going back to school and I'm gonna be the best <gasps> teacher ever! It's extremely funny. It's a bad man who has known criminal this whole episode series. I'm going to be the best teacher ever. I'm like, no, you're a terrible teacher. Is one of the funniest things that has ever happened in this series to date. God. This is on par with Gurgling Batcat. (laughs) The episode ends as the narrator speaks over, like, a montage of shots of, like, Goku just fucking booking it through the ocean, Bulma and co. getting on their flight, and a cruise ship that's just packed to the brim with people working out for the tournament, including Tien, Chaozu, and Crane. Like, old Crane. Old man Crane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's no how country this- for old cranes. And now we are done with the filler arc. Thank God. Ended on a banger, though. (laughs) This one is like the CSI Miami of these six episodes, because it's the best, because it's the worst one, but in the most entertaining (laughs) way. (laughs) This one was legitimately entertaining to watch, but not for any of the reasons it was trying to be. But in a fever dream-like way. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Because it's so awful. (laughs) This This is one of my favorite episodes we've watched. Not, like, in the top ten, but it was a lot of fun because it was so fucking bad. The other two were just kind of bland. And with bad animation, as outlined while we were talking about episode 81. And all of them. All of them, yeah. You would have thought if they would have picked one of these filler episodes to put a bunch of money into for, like, fight scenes, Goku Goes to Demon Land would have been the one. Though I guess Sky Dragon was like a better fight like that some decent ish fights yeah they were great but they were better than the other five episodes in this filler arc true i'll give you Uh, you that i guess mm -hmm. yeah i guess like premise wise i like the idea of them being like oh we need to put a buffer in so the manga can get ahead let's just do some random goku adventures execution wise Mm -hmm. Not great. Yeah, it's a solid idea, but the execution, they tripped and fell and face-planted mm. into a stake. Much yeah. to be desired. But that stake at the very bottom of it had, like, some LSD rubbed onto it, and that's when we get the Kokinchi episode. Or Ko- Kokichi episode. Kokichi. It's yeah. very, um, bad all around. <laughs> 
Just no mints and words here. Well, what's the what's, the what's even what's mints? To mints? I don't know these people. Oh, I know. It's just yeah, these are not the best, but it's a filler arc, so we weren't expecting the greatest. <laughs> I imagine something better than I'll be fucking honest. The Gord episode. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, I'm vindicated in my Gord hatred. No, I meant like I want it better than the Gord episode gave us, and the best we got was a Gord episode. <laughs> I still would put the Kunkichi episode before the Gord episode. Yeah, I think because, I would too. Honestly, yeah. I think you're right. This I episode just, just, is a fucking mad dash to the end. <laughs> I'm just not happy with. I think I was describing it to Chase before the podcast. We were talking about Kunkichi and that whole episode, and I was like, "This feels like like a show pilot idea." Like, not Goku being there, but just the character of Konkichi, or mm-hmm. Konkichi, was like a pilot that somebody at Toei was trying to get off the ground. And they were like, I can put him into this, and then maybe, if the episode's popular enough, I could spin this off. Have you back, I like get right to work. Thing. Yeah. But <laughs> I it was that. not. Yeah. <laughs> it could not carry a show. But it feels like... But not like the final draft of a pilot episode. Like that first draft of a pilot that you write and you put way too much fucking stuff into the pilot <laughs> to fit this, the and then do this, and then he does this and that and this and that. Oh yeah, no, they're not active characters really at all. Goku is a very passive character in these six episodes. Things are happening around Goku and Goku's just there to like wrap them up. Yeah, Goku just kind of does stuff again. The series. Mm-hmm. And either but, you are into yeah. that or you're not. <laughs> but that wraps these ones. Next episode of WSP, we'll be moving on to the second Budokai Tenkaichi arc of Dragon Ball, which I think I alluded to on the last episode. I've been told by a lot of people who have seen this that this is at least like the end fight, like the last fight of this tournament is a big highlight of the original Dragon Ball. I've, I'm expecting good things, but I am cautiously optimistic we'll see how it plays out and yeah. i don't know how long this arc is i think the it's second a, tournament arc is like crazy. 12 15 episodes something like yeah, that it's crazy. It's not I think, too long. yeah i think i was looking ahead a little bit and noticed that like unlike the first tournament where like almost every fight was just a single episode and then the semifinals were like two episodes maybe and then roshi goku was three uh i think this one like almost like all 13. the fights in the finals are two episode fights. Yeah, they so, think you're at a pretty breezy pace. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, that's a little longer than the previous one. Like, it seems like they put a little more into each of the finals. So we'll see if that's like, you know, if they earn that extra screen time or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, yeah, of course, kind of be our review. I mean, we benefit from getting to watch these back to back to back. We're not waiting a week to watch them. But oh, I think it's imagine waiting they... a week and having to sit through the fucking Kokichi episode. I know exactly what that feels like because I watched Super as it was coming out and had to sit through a lot of that filler. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> had to sit through like sixteen weeks of Goku putting the team together for the Tournament of Power, which canonically is only a twenty-four hour period. <laughs> but is it better or together? worse than Gogeta? Uh. Better in that there's some good character stuff in some of those episodes. There is one episode that's like the worst episode of Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> oh. Um, but there's also one episode that's like one of the better episodes of Dragon Ball Super and definitely one of the best filler episodes of Dragon Ball Super. Huh. Um, 
because it has some really good character stuff for Goku and Krillin. Um, but yeah, I, I try to keep that in mind sometimes while we watch these to think about what if I had to wait a week between episodes? How would I feel? And definitely I would be losing a bit of interest by the time this filler arc ended. I'd be but fucking also, done with Dragon Ball. <laughs> I feel like they keep it short enough that if I fought through to the Kokinchi episode, which very clearly flags like this is the end of this filler shit, I would be like, all right, I'm still coming. Yeah. I gotta see where this goes. But it is a bit of a slog. But talking about uh, slogs, and by not talking about slogs at all, I'm trying to transition. Um, let's talk about those fucking costumes, baby. Oh, yeah. Because we I had love, a... I love Bulma's new outfit. I'm not a big fan of Yamcha, but... Yamcha, well, Yamcha's like, style has they, only gone downhill they... since he cut the ponytail. Yeah, Yamcha's best style was when he trained in the woods for, like, a couple weeks after the first <laughs> yeah. tournament. And came back with, like, a beard. And, like, the long hair. And that's the best Yamcha look. And Punished knowing Yamcha. Yeah, knowing Yamcha's looks in Z, that is the best Yamcha look that he ever gets. Nope. <laughs> there mm-hmm. is... There is the Another. beginning, the beginning Z look that I think looks amazing still. Isn't that just him and the turtle hermit gi with long hair? Yeah, long hair and the scar, dude. Look back to the original shit. Looks sick. Mm-hmm. But with the turtle I, hermit gi, which is like I a, love a good punished look. Yamcha. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the turtle hermit gi is a good look, but like I really like his first look. Like oh yeah, I love yeah, I love I don't I I hate how everything becomes turtle hermit. I love like the I mean the hair specifically. The, mm-hmm. the, oh, the turtle hair, hermit yeah, sure. gi just becomes like ubiquitous with the characters at some point. But like the hair is where I'm at right now. Yeah. I'm trying to hey. think who all ends up joining the turtle hermits. I think it's just Krillin and Yamcha, because I think TN never really leaves the crane school. Um he, he trains stops with hanging them, out with them. But, yeah. Well, I think he take well by the time of Super, he actually takes over the Crane School and is like the sensei of the Crane School now. Mm. Um, which is a nice thing for TN, but they waste it in like one of the worst episodes of Dragon Ball Super. Hell yes, yeah. <laughs> finally, what I like to hear. But, uh, yeah, no, the new Bulma look is good and is. A lot closer to how she looks in, like, Z. Like, I don't think her look's really going to change again until Z's, like, midpoint. Yeah, I actually think this is about where peak Bulma is for me. Of Like, there, there are two Bulma looks in particular that I'm huge fans of. And they're very polar opposites. It's this one, which is, like, short sweatshirt, fucking just chilling Bulma. You know, like, out here vibe Bulma. Not here trying to look like a a pretty young thing, which is, like, the whole thing they go for, like, her being dressed up at now, it just seems like, yeah, I'm just, this is the crew I'm with now, you know, mm-hmm. this is, we're chill time here now. Uh-huh. Um, and that's kind of what it sticks with, and then she grows her hair back out, and then you're like, yeah, this is okay, I don't like, it's like, I don't like, I remember how most people say, look, outfit, outfits is how I remember people, it's just how I do. <laughs> and then it goes mm-hmm. straight into giant hair Bulma with the android <laughs> and that is the second best look <laughs> oh yeah bulma's <laughs> perm in the android bulma is amazing. <laughs> it is like a mushroom cap it's so it really good is. it is very fucking like weirdly like 70s 80s like look when i yeah. know that these chapters are being written in like 1990 i know it's and then and then it goes into <laughs> bull cut bulma which is just bad <laughs> 
Bullcut Bulma, not Phantom. <laughs> be honest. <laughs> and then Super kind of ends with a, a good Bulma. Yeah. Now nah, Bulma is, is always the one who has the most like changes in style. Yeah, I'd love Goku character. to fucking shake it up every once in a while. Little bastard doesn't do anything. Yeah, Goku <laughs> doesn't really change it up until Krillin like, fucks it up. Krillin, <laughs> Krillin, hair. Krillin gets hot. <laughs> <laughs> Goku, I remember, like gets a different gi at the end of Z, like when they do the time skip that technically Super is currently like set with him. Yes. Um, he has like a new gi at the end that like kind of turquoise and yellow gi, and I really like that look. Yeah, as well as there Goku are so gets many the... good ass looks he can have. They yeah. choose never to use any of them. Goku gets the the Wii symbol gi, like the one that he has in the Resurrection F and Universe Six tournament arcs of Super. I fucking love that gi. That one looks sick as hell. As well as Vegeta gets like a gray undersuit, like armor costume that looks like mm-hmm. really really good. Yeah, and then like the Goku Black arc starts, and they go back to like their Cell Saga outfits. Goku with like a Goku symbol on his gi, and Vegeta in just the blue suit and armor, which is like an iconic Vegeta look. But man, that gray suit looked real good. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, best Krillin to me, like best looking Krillin, is still GT Krillin. Love, love what Krillin transforms into in GT Krillin, just like mustache old man. I like seeing GT, some shit. Yeah. There's GT Goku's gi, which is basically his end of Z gi with like a slight recoloring to it. Yeah. Which is also a really good look. GT Vegeta is like not is a, great. Is a character. His hair is suddenly <laughs> shorter and he has a mustache at first. He does shave the mustache like I believe it's pronounced four mustache. episodes. Yeah. I think he shaves it like five episodes after he's introduced in GT, which like you know, GT was made purely by Toei Animation. Toriyama just kind of gave his blessing. He did some of the character designs. I don't know if he did the Vegeta design for that show. You don't, you like, don't, like, you don't like biker gang Vegeta? <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea. Because, like, one thing they do with Vegeta's costuming in Z is, like, as he becomes more and more accustomed to living on Earth and wanting to be there, he dresses less like a Saiyan and more like an Earthling. Which I like that as, like, a visual thing of, like, he's giving up his warrior past to, like, be a family man. Mm-hmm. But, like, that wasn't it. <laughs> and then, I, I like I said, Vegeta, like, shaves his mustache, like, five episodes later. And I think that was just the delay between the first reaction to that first episode and, like, how far along production was. For them to be like, oh, shit, people hate this mustache. Shave it. <laughs> I love the mustache. They should have kept the mustache. I, I would agree. If they're gonna make that level of like a huge change to his look, just dedicate to it. Huge just change it adds hair on it. <laughs> Mainly, I just wanted to see him go Super Saiyan with a mustache. Yeah, right. And you don't get would to see tu- that. Would it turn up? I want to know. It would become droopier. I know Xenoverse. Xenoverse Two allows you to unlock a Super Saiyan Nappa, yeah. and his beard just turns yellow. It doesn't like spike. But there well, is that's like a when he go, that's for when he goes Super Saiyan three. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, as as always, I think the new. I always like it when anime changes the looks of the characters. I wish, as always, they would do it with Goku anytime. Like actually, just fuck up. Just like if someone said, like, "I'm gonna fuck with Goku's hair." Like if someone did that, they'd have my blessing to run Dragon Ball for a hundred episodes. But they have the fucking cojones to do something in that shaven like a sheep. 
Just do something. I do something. Yeah, fuck it. Give him a ponytail. I don't fucking care, dude. I still think like, a lot about the yard rat armor. Like that's such a good look when Goku like first arrives after yard when he comes rat. out of the pod. Yeah, yeah. Vegeta gets to wear that at one point in the super manga, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is just a fucking great outfit. <laughs> what? Because he also look? looks. Uh, the yard rat armor, like the armor Goku's in when he comes back after. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. It's such a good fucking look. man. And Vegeta wears Fuck, it in the super manga. Why do you manga, do this to me? And it is a great look on Vegeta too. He fuck. It's sick as fuck. It comes out. And I'm like, this man's been doing shit. And then some dude swings a fucking sword and he blocks it with his finger. And you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, it is great. Right, man, and then, fuck the, and then me. Goku changes back. Yeah, Goku's like, I'm back. Time to put on my old mm. bullshit. Goku, mm. you're a traveled man. Experience the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but that'll do it for this episode of WSP. We're going into a new arc next episode, so I'm excited. Also, um, yeah. just a just a quick little congratulatory to ourselves, I guess, <laughs> at the end of this episode. But mm. we we've done it again. <laughs> we've done. We've done oh, that's 30 true. episodes. We have done a lot of episodes. God, we're so smart and beautiful and sexy. And just, it's, yeah, it's objectively I just wanna, true. I don't know. I just want to say like that feels like a, a milestone. I, and I'm I happy to like have it hit is. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you, you two, for <laughs> helping me through all of this as well as me helping you. It's a group effort. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I thought you were thanking all two of our regular listeners. I mean, them oh, too. I thought if you, you were, if I thought you were regular... thanking the band you too. <laughs> I mean, if you're a regular listener or a new listener or and, one of our and friends, if you're Bono, thank you also. Yeah, if no. Bono's listening, please retweet our Twitter. Yeah, just, actually, yeah, bring us some fucking just publicity, that would, Bono. Yeah, that would just bring in a fuck ton of publicity. But thank you if you've been listening through all of this or some of it or just started. This is really fun to make, and I'm happy to keep doing it. Same here. <laughs> Even Indeed. if these three episodes sucked, sure, yes. fucking sucked. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.